0: Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninjas Almanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros.
1: Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan Loudermilk, your host with the most. And as always, I've got my main man, Mark the Fitness Ninja Zalmanoff with me. And we've got a damn good guest on the show today. I'm super excited to have her on. But before we unveil her and release her in front of all of your ears and possibly your eyeballs, I need you to do something for me. I need you to like need you to subscribe i need you to do the things that helps get the channel out there because we're on a mission to help our brothers and sisters go get what they're worth and we need some help getting the content out there so if this is not your first time then you should go ahead and help us out with that and once again we'd greatly appreciate it so with that being said i'm gonna pass baton over the and we're gonna get our guests going
0: yeah yeah buddy uh by the way I know I'm gonna keep mentioning this until y'all do it, but we finally have an active Instagram profile. Ooh, whoop, whoop. we do. We do. We have we have a great VA. He's actually on my ass because I laid the plan out, and he's like, "Hey, where's this? Where's that?" I'm like, "God damn it!" So, <laughs> but anyway, we have content on Fit Pro Bros. It's at Fit Bros Instagram. Go on over there, see what's happening, like the things, share them on there, tag us if you want. We'll tag you. Like if you just reach out and say, hey, tag me in something, I'll totally tag you. <laughs> um, but but it's fun. We're going to have some fun with it. We're, go- we're You'll probably see video clips uh, from our podcast moving forward as well. So it's a good time. But today's guest, she's one of us, one of us, one of us. <laughs> um, it's not her main gig, but she's still a certified personal trainer, certified nutritionist, Which is very important in this because what she does, she'll understand what we actually need. And when you look at hiring help within your business, it's hard sometimes because you tote that line of like you need an expert in the thing. But if somebody doesn't know what we go through, what our days are like, how we have to manage clients and all that there can be a disconnect. So when you when you bring outside people in that actually understand our industry and understand the demand and the stress and all the things, it, it helps immensely. So her main title is she is a virtual organizational pro for online coaches and entrepreneurs, which is a lot of you. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Emily Kimbrough-Warder. Emily, welcome to the show, young lady.
2: Thank you. So excited to be here. Yeah,
0: yeah. We are excited to have you. Um, as you were told like seven seconds ago, uh, we need a funny fitness story from you because that's how we start this thing. So what do you have for us?
2: Oh, gosh, um, I have a gazillion, but uh, I'm going to keep this personal. And this is going to be a funny fitness story about myself. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm a big klutz. And uh, and so as a personal trainer, you know, I will show somebody when I used to train in person, I would show them the correct form and I would be the one that falls over. Or I will trip on a machine. I will drop a dumbbell on my foot. Um, you know, I had many, you know, bumps and bruises along the way. So that would be my funny fitness story that not all personal trainers are are klutz proof. So
0: <laughs> I've I've busted myself in the chin with a barbell. Like, yeah. like just busting myself yeah. open before i'm like oh that's not a good Dude, look i'll i'll never forget i was doing uh v-raises
1: and i was a dumbass holding a 20 pound dumbbell between my feet my feet open just enough at the top that thing hit, oh. Me, oh, hit me right in the eyeball people like who beat your ass i go this fucking dumbbell beat my ass.
0: <laughs>
1: because nobody makes me drink my own blood <laughs>
0: That's all I've seen. I've seen people do that with medicine balls a lot. I don't know. I've ever seen somebody drop a dumbbell in their face. I learned that lesson once. Yeah. I bet. Once. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) All right. So, so Emily, let's, uh, let's, we'll take it back. So I want to know what brought you into the fitness realm, and then we can kind of get to why you went this organizational route as well.
2: Okay. So to not take four hours of explaining all of this, um i working in the corporate world i have always um well before i even worked in the corporate world and i was a stay at home mom um when you have children you have to become very organized especially when you have three boys and they all play multiple sports at the same time <laughs> at different fields in the same town and so Um, Yeah, as of, you know, in my 20s, when I became a parent for the first time, I became very organized um, with the systems to run my household. And when I got divorced, I had to go to work in the real world. And I became an administrative manager for the first company that I worked for. And that is basically what I did. I organized their business. I organized the company. I implemented specific systems and processes that helped the company run more smoothly, more efficiently to increase productivity. Moved on to from job to job. And, but as I moved on to different companies, I continued to do the same thing. And it's, you know, I'm an extremely OCD person. I um, am very detail oriented. And so it's just, it was just what I was good at. And so to get into the fitness world, um, gosh, 10 years ago, I guess I hired a personal trainer and um, worked with her for a while and fell in love with fitness, fell in love with fitness for myself, fell in love with fitness for women my own age at that time and realized that um, I love helping people. Regardless of what it is, I just like to help people. And so my thought process was I'm just an average woman who's, you know, a mom and, you know, lives the normal life of a normal, you know, woman. And so I said, if I can do it, I can teach and show other women my age who have zero athletic ability um, how to do it. And it's easy. And you're not, you know, killing yourself with cardio. And I wasn't, you know, I love when I was introduced to lifting weights and using weights, that is when I fell in love with it. So fast forward, studied my ass off, failed the uh personal training exam, not just oh, once, no. but twice. <laughs> and was like, what the hell? I'm not stupid. Why can I not pass this exam? But I finally just, you know, really just hunkered down and did it. And my whole philosophy of life is timing. And we are not, we may have a plan and we may have a path, but until it's right, it's not going to happen. And because the powers that be, God, they, you know, they make it happen when it's supposed to happen. And that is what I believe. And so I finally passed it (laughs) (laughs) Um, and just dove right on in. Had my first couple of clients were personal friends. Um, We worked out at the gym together. So that's what we just continued to do that, but they just started to pay me. And things were going great. I never really wanted it to be like a full-time gig. It was really like a hobby and something that I enjoyed doing for me. And for others. And so things were going great. And then of course, March of 2020, the whole world ended and, um, yeah, it just stopped. And so I didn't have the means to be able to take my clients from the gym setting to my house. I did not have like a home gym. I literally my, my bonus son and I makeshift, like just anything we could possibly think of we used and we worked out at home in the garage, <clears throat> but it was definitely not up to code and it was not anything that anybody that I would have to have been responsible for would I have allowed them to use, <laughs> but we did what we needed to do and it worked. And here where I am in Louisiana, our gyms luckily were only closed for a very short amount of time compared to the rest of the world. And so I went right back into the gym like about two months later and, but my clients didn't. During that time though, of the gyms being closed and all of that, I decided to become a certified nutritionist. Um, and again, I'm trying to keep this short. I suffered with a lot of digestive issues, food sensitivities, and so I really dove into that because I had the time on my hands to be able to really you know look at myself, not so much of helping others with the same issues, but at least they could relate to me by me sharing my, my stories and my um, challenges with food. And so became a certified nutritionist to just, you know, understand the whole background of that. And um, because, I mean, as a certified nutritionist, obviously there are only certain things that I can and cannot do for clients, but it just opened my eyes to the whole world of food and differences. <clears throat> so in the summer of 2020, I figured, what the hell, I'm just going to move online like everybody else and their brother were doing at that time because (laughs) what were we supposed to do so found a business coach i had no earthly idea about running an online business i didn't even know like how it started i figured you just had to have a website and bam you were open for business well that is not how that works and so (laughs) unbeknownst to me there's this big old world called facebook and um yeah so in december of 2020 i launched And of course, like every other uh, newly new to the online world, it was going to be this just miraculous launch. And I was just going to have women coming to me left and right. Like I was going to have to just turn them all away. Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) And so (laughs) I got nothing. I mean, I was like posting. I was doing everything I had to do. And I had crickets. And then slowly, you know, a few clients started trickling in along the way. And, you know, from what I launched in December and then what I had in February were two totally different things. I evolved very quickly. I figured out all of the kinks. I figured out all of the things that were working, that weren't working, that were not me. Um, I've always been the one to go against the grain. I uh, I guess I marched to the beat of my own drum uh and i'm like well if everybody's doing that i don't want to do that i want to do something different because i don't want to be like everybody else i want to be able to stand out and be different still do the same thing but do do it differently and things were going great <clears throat> um still working full-time in an extremely toxic environment and so fast forward to what year are we in 2022 January of 2022, I started to do a lot of soul searching. My fitness business was not growing the way that I wanted it to. And um, I just really started giving, looking in from the outside of, is this really where I want to be? Is the online fitness world really where I'm supposed to be? Because I just kept having this feeling inside of me that I needed to do something different. There was something more, but I just wasn't sure what it was. And so I started thinking about, you know, my strong suits and just different things. Fast forward to May of this year, I went on a quick little trip with my father. And when I returned, I turned in my resignation letter to my employer and walked out the door and said, this is it. I literally jumped off of the high, and I've done this before. I mean I I'm I'm a jumper. Sometimes I will, sometimes I don't. And we just see what happens. And and that's what I did. I just jumped off and said, well it's sink or swim so I better figure it out. And I went dove headfirst into my fitness business. Um luckily I had a little bit of a nest egg, <laughs> a very small nest egg. And um and was like, you know what, I'm going all in. And so I did but along the way i just kept having this in the back of my mind that this is not where i am supposed to be it's getting me to where i need to be but this is not where i'm supposed to be and being in different fit- in business groups i've met so many other online health fitness professionals entrepreneurs just online coaches and coaching different things but and i started to hear the same story about how I don't have enough time. I mean, it's really similar to your fitness clients. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to eat healthy. I don't have time to prep meals, blah, 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 blah. We all do it too. We don't have time to handle our social media. I don't have time to answer all of my emails. I don't have time. I don't have, you know, I need a better system. I need a different, you know, way of doing things. And so I do my best thinking soaking in the bathtub and um, always have. And so one night, literally in July, I was sitting in the bathtub and I'm like, what is my superpower? And it just like, you know, I was like smacked up aside the head. And I'm like, organization and time management is my superpower. That is what I am good at. Like, there are no excuses. There, everybody has the same amount of time. It's just how you use it. Mm-hmm. And so current business coach, I literally messaged him that night and I'm like, don't call me crazy, but, and I mean, and the name came to me, the whole, the whole thing was like right there. I could see it. I mean, like my whole bathroom just became my whole entire business. <laughs> and so I messaged him and I said, this is it. Organized business solutions has just been born." And I'm going to help other online coaches organize their business to increase their productivity. So, my tagline is Organize System Business Systems. So, sorry, Organize Business Solutions. How to Organize Like a Boss, because that is what we need. Mm. And here I am. <laughs> and that took me like, what, 20 minutes to tell y'all?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. That's and a. That's that's a, that's a lot to unpack. I love it though, because a lot of this is you have the classic becoming a trainer story. Like you got the help and saw, you know, what it did for you and, and took action. But there's, there's a, there's a theme in your life of just taking action and taking imperfect action. John and I talk about it a lot where, you know, we see a lot of coaches that that have you know analysis paralysis like we want we want to wait for this and wait for that and this thing guy has to be right and and you know mercury's got to be in gatorade and and you know all these things and 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 but they never do anything so i'm a huge fan of the jump i'm a huge fan of like you got a vision you have an idea you're passionate about it like you just go um have you always been like that has that kind of been who you are
2: oh yes do not ever talk to my mother. Yes. Oh, yes, because my whole philosophy in life, was, what's the worst thing that could happen?
0: Yeah, I tell yeah, people there, that there's the
2: been some pretty bad things that have
0: happened. <laughs> t- but yeah.
2: overall, I mean, it's the same thing as starting a business. I mean, OK, you know, yes, of course, I had a safety net. I did have a full time job. I had a, you know, income income coming in consistently, obviously, because I was a W2 worker. But my biggest thing was what is the worst that can happen? So it doesn't work. Big deal. I'll just go get another job if I have to. There's plenty of them out there. So, you know, and so that's, I don't, I, ha, I don't have fear. Um, I have a lot of faith. I don't have much fear when it comes to doing stuff like this. And, um, and I mean, and that can be a good and bad thing, but uh, it's taught a lot about me. Um, I have not had to go back to work for anybody else, knock on wood so far. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I don't plan on doing that ever again. And, um, unless it was something that, you know, just was the perfect world. And, um, but I mean, you know, by doing what I'm doing, which is I am helping online coaches who have an online business get organized, and manage their time to increase their productivity. I have 15 years, over 15 years of organizational experience in a business setting. Um, I know that the systems and processes that I have implemented in my own business that are very easy and manageable to do, anybody can do them, and it does help. It helps you get to where those daily, oh, I don't want to do these tasks. It puts them in a way of one, you are doing them and you're doing them in a very time effective way. So that the first, you know, depending upon how big your business is, but I mean, you know, it could take you all of 15 minutes to say an hour to get it done. Well, then it's done in an hour well, how many hours in the day do we have? You know, I mean, everybody's hours are different, but I mean, it's an hour. So if you're able to do that and then you can focus the rest of your day on networking, on doing podcasts, on getting yourself out there and then working with your clients and booking calls and all the other things that it comes with, with owning a business, you know, Everybody, of course, would much rather have way more time doing that, the stuff that they love, than that hour of, I want to pull my hair out, but I have to do it, but in a way that gets it done Mm -hmm. and quickly. And so, I mean, and yes, there are things in my business, as organized as I am and as time efficient as I am, I mean, that I don't like to do, but I have to do them. And so... That is what I show, teach, coach other online professionals like myself on using the right systems and processes and doing it in a way that is manageable. And it's not so overwhelming. I mean, I'm working with somebody right now who their email inbox is out of control, like to the point where I almost said no, because I mean, they had 26,000, 26,000 unread emails I'm like how, how does that happen how does that happen i get anxiety if i have like 11 and i'm like <laughs> oh my god i haven't even looked at these 11 emails yet but i mean
0: <laughs>
2: but for him that wasn't that wasn't important to him he just scrolled through them answered the most important ones and then just left the rest and i'm like no there, there's like three things when it comes to emails you respond you file well there's four You respond, you file, you unsubscribe, and you delete. (laughs) That's it. And so I'm showing him how to manage them. Um, And so what organized business solutions will do is I offer with you and done for you. And the done for you is where I go in on the back end and so like once a plan has been decided on let's use emails as an example like my client currently once a plan has been decided and the the labels or the folders that have to be created and the names of those and what goes in those we do that together and then the done for you is I go in on the back end and file delete and unsubscribe to everything that you know you have decided to do. So it's your plan. I'm just doing some of the grunt work for you.
1: I can already think of a dozen Fit Pros that would desperately need that. Just yeah. and then and you know who you are. Probably listening right now. And go fuck Jonathan's talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Again. <laughs> yeah, again.
0: Yeah. You can DM me and I'll confirm if it was you. <laughs> so Emily, I, I have a question. Um mm-hmm. for someone who comes to you and they're like I'm a shit show like you know the the emails there's 30,000 emails there's the text messaging is what gets me like I get people like I got 3,000 unopened emails I have zero unopened text messages like that drives me nuts so they have all this this disorganization they don't know where their laundry is they don't know what the, the clean or dirty pile they don't keep a calendar where would you begin to help someone like that? Or what tips could you share of somebody who's like, I have to start somewhere and I have no idea how to start?
2: So in that situation, um, I would start, and I'm going to pull up some notes because I don't want to go off of just my weak brain or I'll say the wrong thing. But I would start with the importance of getting organized. And we would start off slow because when somebody lives in a world like that. I can't throw too many things at them or it's like, oh no, system's shut down, forget it. It's too hard, it's unmanageable and I can't do it. So um you know, when it comes to their house, that's that's a horse of another color. Like that that's totally separate. Um even though I would be very good at that too, but I don't want to do that. So <laughs> Um, But for your business, it would be learning the fundamentals of why it's important to be organized, but in the way that your brain will understand it. Because, I mean, in the big scheme of things, I, I know that my brain doesn't work the same as your brain. And so what seems easy and very manageable to me may not be to someone else. But I know how to use that in an effective way to give them smaller, I just, you know, it's just like smart goals in the fitness world. It's the same thing. And it's just in small attainable goals each day. And so that's how I would start with that. And we would start with like one big task, say your desk, your workspace, your office space, whatever, you know, whatever you call it, your home office, a checklist, um, I'm really big into checklists. I love checking off boxes. I I get this high
1: of I have like never, never guess.
2: I mean, you never would to guess that. I mean, even my own my own planner has check boxes. I mean, <laughs> I love check boxes.
0: Surprise, surprise. But... <laughs> so,
2: I implement that in my business, and I teach all of you all to love to check off boxes as well. And it's not so much of like to do lists because to do lists just can become very overwhelming too. It's like, you know, I mean, I could have a to-do list, a whole notebook full. doesn't mean that I'm going to do it all, you know, and I actually kind of do, but that's like on a whole like year basis. I'm like, I I planned out my whole year. Um, Anyway, and I have, like I said, I haven't always been like this. Um, It's just as I've gotten older and I think that in a way, I think that age, it does come with age as well. Um, As you get older, obviously your priorities get a little bit more fine-tuned, and your life kind of gets that way as well. Not for everybody, but the important things you you get done and the not-so-important things you let slide a little bit. I mean, because nobody's perfect, and no one's business is perfect. No one's life is perfect. Of course, I mean mine. I'm yes, I'm very organized. But do I have two junk drawers? I absolutely do. I mean, I don't think you would be human if you didn't have two junk drawers. Um, and do I know what's in them all? Yes, I do. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> I totally got off track. Sorry. <laughs>
0: No, you know, I, I think the so many things are similar to the fitness client journey. Like they always are. It's the, the way we train people. It's one step at a time. One little thing. Let's get a win. Let's get you to feel good about the investment. Let's get you to feel good about the process, whatever it looks like. And then you build upon that. Like it, it it's mimicked in so many areas of life. And I think fitness professionals forget about that. Like we think for whatever reason, especially as a business owner, we think we're supposed to be able to just flip some switch and all of a sudden all the things are turned on and our brains the right way. This is just not realistic at all. So I, I love that approach of like, okay, how, how do you work? Not how do I work, but how do you work? You know, I've taught a squat, a squat's a squat, but I can teach it 10 different ways depending on who's in front of me. You know, do they need hands on them where I like move their body a certain way? Do I need to put a box underneath them? Can they just watch me and then do it? Like there's all kinds of different ways to do it. So that that individualized approach <laughs> is is huge. I love it. Thanks. Absolutely. Love it. What do you want to know, John? You're pretty organized, dude. For most part. I think so. As, as you're, you've been sharing your
1: story, Emily, like what's been really going through my head is like, I didn't really understand what tasks need to be done until I understood why they need to be done. Right. Because you mentioned checking boxes and can't tell you how many times I've gotten in that mindset where I'm just checking boxes, but I'm not getting the result that I want. And it's definitely, I've I've had people I've had to manage that I've had to shift that perspective mm-hmm. of going from a box checker to mm-hmm. a, Hey, here's actually what we're trying to accomplish. So well, I'd like to ask you is how do you walk people to getting clear on the why behind the task versus just going here's your task and do it just because you need to do that?
2: Um so I really I'm I explain I'm a pretty good explainer. Um I I'm aii I think I'm a really good communicator and so I would have to ask Scott that but <laughs> um, but I don't, so if if you had to ask why, then I would, you know, depending upon what it is, I would give you the why. I would answer that why. Like, okay, you know, if it's, why do I need to have my inbox down to, I don't know, a hundred of unread emails, you know, compared to 26,000? Well, I would explain that to you. And um, the same thing when it comes to managing your time or just doing those daily tasks, all of that has an explanation behind it. There is a definition and an answer for everything of why it is important. Some of the things that you think are really important may not be as important as they seem.
1: And so you look at the yeah, big picture. Time. You know? Yeah.
2: And I'm a big um I, I'm old school I I use pencil and paper and, and I, and I use that. I incorporate that in my coaching. And so, because sometimes when everything is digital, we don't see the whole, we don't see the whole picture. Right. And so when you put it on a piece of paper um, and I have different, you know, techniques that I use to do this and you, you divide them out of Like, okay, you know, if I, if you were my client, I would just be like, okay, Jonathan, you know, write down from most important to least important 10 tasks
0: Mm. and then
2: you would write them down. Well, then we would go over them and what may seem important to you may not be as important to your business as something else because you run your, you, you are your business, but you're not your business. If that makes sense, like, Mm. And so, and it's the same thing in the fitness world, you know, what you feel is important for your client, yes, is important, but it may not be the most important for them at that moment. Mm. And I saw that with my clients, you know, cause I mean, I only trained women over 40 with hormonal issues because I was a woman over 40 who has hormonal issues. <laughs> so it's fair. You know, and so what's important to a woman over 40 is not the same as even a woman in her 20s or a man in his 30s. I mean, the differences, especially in women and men, too. I mean, men have hormonal issues in their 40s, too. (laughs) So there's a huge gap. I mean, a huge, huge gap. So I try to implement those like I try to look at it as even though I'm not training fitness anymore. It's basically they're the same thing. So those gaps could be from number one to number 10. And it's to fill in those gaps and put them in an in an order that's most effective to you specifically yeah. in your business.
1: Well, what I love about what you just said was having the right task at the right stage of where you're at. And it's so funny because you mentioned like, yeah, right down to one to ten things are most important and then some of those things may not actually be important I'm sitting here like damn I remember when I went through that I was doing shit that I thought was like yeah this is this is gonna get me to the next level and then I found out that that was the wrong type of work like good job Jonathan you're working but you're doing the wrong work kind of like those clients we see in the gym They're like I'm trying to lose weight and it's like well what are you doing like I do the those two machines over there it's like
0: well that's the problem Bob (laughs) (laughs) Those two machines
1: aren't going to get you
0: there, man. Do, you're well, doing the
1: work, but the wrong work.
0: Anyway, Mark. And, and right. how many times have we heard a coach say, well, I'm waiting till I got to get my website and I got to get my logo. And oh, I got yes. to get, get business yes. cards. No, you, you don't need, you don't no, you need don't. any don't. of that? No, you don't. Is, is, no, you is, don't. is it a good, is it a good task? Yeah, probably at like number 18, Right. Uh, you know, one to 10. It's it's below that somewhere. I love that. That that's, We're totally going to steal that from you, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And start having clients list their most important tasks. Yeah, and, sure. and honestly, that's a great thing to do on a weekly basis of, you know, because most of us shouldn't be doing any more than three things at any given time anyway. There's not 10 things that are that important to be doing at all times. Right. Um, picking the right things, that is. <laughs> I because love You can
1: that. be
2: busy all day long and have zero and be zero productive.
1: I've been there. Yep, been there. Yep. And, th- and then you <laughs> tell yourself the story of like, oh, I'm working so
0: hard and so right. long. And have like, there. but You're, you're still broke. <laughs> exactly, exactly. H- yeah. Hustle, grind, blessed. Hashtag. Right. <laughs> Jesus. I uh, also like, uh, and, and I'm glad you mentioned it, Emily, about using actual pen and paper as opposed to electronics. So John and Josh and I just had a meeting a couple of days ago from filming this. And I have a giant notepad that I brought to the meeting and I used a Sharpie and that's how we mapped all these things out. And I I really think there's power in it. You're right. You're able to see it better. You know, electronics are great. You know, we obviously use all of it all the time, but there is a time and a place to get out some real paper and Mm -hmm. a real writing utensil and and utilize that. And I think like, I know for me personally, it, it ingrains it in my brain way better than typing it or putting it in my notes in my phone.
1: Yeah, so, I think there's I actual science behind that, but don't fact check me. I'm not yeah. in the mood to go back and forth with you. You should just believe me. Yeah, <laughs> just, be, just believe him. Just, I mean, just, look, just trust me on this one. There's science no, behind okay. it.
2: My my grown sons had to explain what fact check was to me. So there you
0: go. <laughs> that's the thing that social media does when they Dude, don't like your opinion. You that's just what, can't, that's you what can't say. It. That's
2: basically you, the explanation they gave me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Oh
0: wow, <laughs> man. No, that's that's good stuff. That's very tactical things that I, I think our listeners can actually use and implement. So I appreciate you sharing those things.
2: Sure.
0: Um, all right. It's fun time. <clears throat> I mean, this whole thing's fun, but we got some <laughs> fun questions.
2: Okay, good,
0: good. All right. First question What is your favorite water creature?
2: Oh. Uh, a mermaid. <laughs>
0: oh that's a good one Ooh. you know
1: hey, that what's making controversial new one or old one
0: <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it man <laughs> oh that's such a that's trick such a trick question media. who gives a shit yeah. little mermaid. i can't believe they made the little mermaid it's a fake <laughs> thing mermaids aren't real to begin with <laughs> good Lord. you know free, no, free here, here's here's the thing to complain about Whatever there was the movie called The Last Samurai that came out like years ago and yeah. it was Tom Cruise yeah yeah you couldn't have found an Asian person to be the Last Samurai hey man that was a, that was a big, the
1: world that was a big step for white guys Tom Cruise huge step oh I was ner- I was nerding out I love Japanese culture I was like here you go Tom we we from the front yeah. <laughs>
0: Christ, of all <laughs> the people all right Emily next question if you could go back. And change one historical event. Ooh. Ooh! Not knowing whether there would be consequences in the long run or not, what would you change?
2: Oh, gosh,
1: there's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders right now. You're gonna get judged no matter what you say. <laughs>
2: Probably one historical event. Hmm. For John F Kennedy does not be in a convertible.
0: Oh. Mm. There we go. See, I like that. Mm. That was that was one on my list. So a lot <laughs> a lot of possibilities, man. There's so many things, man. <laughs> I go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories very often. It's one of Me my too. It's one of my hobbies. <laughs> I get lost on Instagram for like an hour going down if you just listen, I don't believe the earth is flat. However, if follow flat earth people. You can find all the other things that people have conspiracy theories about and just, just go do it. It's fun. I uh, could
2: take you on a ride down this highway down the road and I promise you we will get to the end of the earth <laughs> because there's nothing past that. It's just water. <laughs>
0: it's, the, it's the ice wall. The ice wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily, last question. If you could have a billboard with a message on it for everyone in the world to see, what would be the message on your billboard?
2: Oh, believe in yourself.
0: Oh, there we go. I did <laughs> that. Perfect. That's a good one. That's good. Well, Emily, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you. This was like, seriously, super helpful tips. Definitely things that people can use and implement, um, tell our listeners where they can find out more about you, your programs, and all that good stuff.
2: Okay, well, this has been fantastic. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, email is info at organizedbizsolutions.com. And I will send all of this to you all so that you can yeah. you know, we'll type it out. Um, I'm on Facebook, Emily Kimbrough. Uh, and then I have a fa- private Facebook group. Um, that everybody is welcome to join, which is Organized Business Solutions. Um, and yeah, that's where I am. I have Instagram and TikTok, but I don't use that for business. TikTok's all my dog, and um, Instagram, I just love. So. <laughs> no,
1: <there laughs> we go. Oh, TikTok's my personal oh, pleasure social media platform hours. as well. Yeah.
2: Hours.
1: Go watch all the things that hours. I shouldn't be watching. Yeah, it's great. Yeah,
2: (laughs) dermatology, all kinds of gross stuff. Oh, yeah, I I just, I love TikTok. That was just the best thing ever invented. (laughs) Gosh, for
0: sure. Uh, So again, we'll put all that in the show notes. Go join the Facebook group. I know you're going to get value out of it. And uh, John, you got something to say, buddy? Yeah,
1: be like Emily. Go out there and get what you're worth. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, damn good show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping Fit Pros get paid they their worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of.
1: Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward.
0: Finally, again, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get
1: what they're worth.
0: Yeah. yeah.